Hello guys, Jacob here and welcome to the third episode of Automated Seller Podcast. Today I have a new guest, uh, Daniel. Hi Jacob, how are you doing? Hi, doing good. So Daniel is a uh, founder of uh, Link My Books, uh, which is the accounting automation software that we'll be talking today. Uh, we'll be talking about challenges of sellers uh, with the accounting, uh, the automations, and, and bookkeeping in, in general. So, uh, Daniel, can you introduce yourself and link my books to, to the audience? Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, thank you for having me here. It's a great honor to be on this podcast and especially the third person. So I guess the first two, it's actually the really second, important. second, oh. second person, because right. two were with, uh, our partner, Phil. So yeah, you are the second uh, guest. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Feel honored. Feel honored. Yeah. So my name's Daniel Little. I'm the CEO and co-founder of a company called Link My Books. Um, a little bit about me is that I'm an ex Amazon seller myself. Um, I actually started an Amazon business in 2013, sold that in 2015, started another one built that up, sold that in 2018, and then decided to get into the software as a service side of this sort of niche. And that's where myself and my business partner, Pete, who is the technical side of our operation, decided to start Link My Books. That was back in 2018. Mm -hmm. That's great. Can you actually tell a little bit about this um, journey of you being on Amazon? I'm really curious because this is, uh, I would say, like a pattern that I found that usually someone who started some business um, around Amazon and other marketplaces first either works on Amazon or had like a very successful product launch or, or, or like did some arbitrage selling. So if you could just tell really quickly about this. Yeah, and I agree. I think that this space, I see it as like a community. I think that especially the Amazon side of things, obviously Link My Books supports eBay, Etsy, and uh, Shopify as well, I think that. Um, but I think on the Amazon side, especially the community around that sort of niche is really tightly knit. And I think a lot of the software providers that provide support to the sellers often either have sellers in-house that are still selling, or they are ex-sellers themselves who are like firsthand felt the pain of the problem and decided to do something about it. So that, that's exactly the, the story with us effectively that we were both Amazon sellers ourselves, myself and Pete. And we were having the pain of accounting and bookkeeping we went through countless accountants before we found some that really truly understood all the ins and outs of the taxes. And even then the actual the bookkeeping side of things was really tricky, like getting all the data into our zero account at the time. Um, and so we decided that we could probably do something about this. Um, obviously there was a few solutions out there, but they were mainly focused on the US market. We mainly focused on the UK in the beginning. But now we've expanded out and we support UK, US, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, all over the world, basically. Mm -hmm. That's great. So I can imagine that when you started, you were kind of first um, going and automating your own pain points. And then you just put the software to the public. Is that right? Or how exactly did uh, Link My Book started? Yeah, so interestingly, I actually, so so really interestingly, me and Pete were actually competitors on Amazon. So even though now <laughs> we have a business together, we were actually competitors. We both sold the same type of sports products and we met through like, we both lived in the UK at the time and we met through like an elite sellers group down in London. And we've realized that we probably sold the same products. And then later on, we became quite good friends and sort of like 
the friend was it the enemy of my friend is my friend or something like that so basically <laughs> we became a bit closer to like keep an eye on each other more than anything and then when i was selling my business in 2018 and i was saying to pete like i was going through the sort of process of selling the business he became quite interested in selling his as well because of the multiples that were available and so we sort of joked at the idea you know if we weren't competitors we could actually be quite a good little business partner team and so that's where the sort of the, the seed was planted in my mind. And I had been using a competitor product to ours, unfortunately, and it was, it was good. It did the job in terms of getting the information into the zero account, but it wasn't really built for the UK market. So there was a lot of adaptions that I was having to do at the time. And so I spoke to Pete and he said, oh, well, I actually just built my own tool because he's a software developer by trade. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the idea really started to embed. And I thought, you know, like, why don't we sell our businesses and then start up a software company where we basically take what you have already that you've been using internally, and then we make that so that it's available for the public. So that's where yeah. it sort of started. That's, that's really cool story. So Pete, actually, P Peter, right? Or Pete? Uh, how, how you? Pete, yeah. Yeah. Pete, yeah. Uh, so he also was selling on UK, right? Or was it a different marketplace? Well, he was selling on all of Europe, all of us. He was selling okay. in Australia as well, and also in North America. So was that. So was that. So okay. It was an international that, business. Yeah, that's great. So right now, when you have your own software, which solves those problems that we want to talk in a moment, I, I wonder who would be like your ideal customer type? Are those like just similar sellers or? It doesn't matter really which marketplace, which kind of seller, like who is it? So for us, it also, the journey started with, we wanted UK based Amazon sellers who were using zero. And that was our initial customer profile sort of thing. But now we've expanded out so much and we have a much bigger team and a much bigger piece of software that will handle lots of different tax scenarios. So now we have customers in the UK, in Europe, in uh, North America, in Australia, New Zealand. So any of those business types. Um, and then also they're selling on either Amazon, eBay, Etsy, Shopify. We're about to add in Walmart and we're also adding in another one, which we're going to be first to market for. So I don't really want to mention it yet, just in case the competitors know, but that'll be coming in the next few weeks as well. Um, and I think in terms of seller types, then we sort of have the really small sellers all the way up to like sellers who are doing a million orders per month is the seller's side of things. But then we also work with accountants and bookkeepers who have e-commerce clients. And then we also work with agencies who have lots of e-commerce clients. So it is all focused around the e-commerce seller effectively. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. And are those, um, mostly Amazon sellers or, I mean, you, you just mentioned that you integrated your software also with other marketplaces. Um, but what is the majority of, of your clients? Who are those sellers? Like, where are they selling? It's a, it's a bit of a mixture, to be honest. I think that we do have a large portion of people who at least sell on Amazon, but whether that's their main channel is, is, is another question. Um, normally, I think the average is something like 2.3 channels per customer. So most people are selling on Amazon and then something else, whether that be like Amazon and then eBay or Amazon and Shopify. I think Shopify tends to be one of the second biggest channels. Um, but yeah, there's, there's still quite a lot of eBay and Etsy as well. And then there's some like standalone eBay sellers, there's some standalone Etsy sellers. So it is, it is quite a combination. The tool is flexible enough that you can use it for 
as many channels as you want mm -hmm. or as few channels as you want. That's great. And is there any like product category that they're mostly selling or it doesn't really matter? No, I think that's, I don't really know, to be honest, we don't really, we don't really look at that level of data, but mm -hmm. I can imagine that it's most, most sort of categories. I think okay, everyone can, that... everyone can benefit from automated bookkeeping. Perfect. Yeah. That, that was what I was kind of wondering if there's like some kind of product category that is a little bit different bookkeeping, but it, it's, if it's not the case, then yeah. Yeah. No, I think every, everyone can, everyone can benefit. I think some people who have more complicated bookkeeping situations can benefit even more. Mm -hmm. So for example, in the UK, some products are subject to certain levels of tax and some products are mm -hmm. subject to other levels of tax. So they have like zero rate. That, that's what 20%. I was actually yeah, ask, asking. And, so. and some customers who sell like a mixture of those products to do their bookkeeping themselves would be an absolute nightmare. So they use us and then we can just automate all that and separate it all out nicely for them so that they pay the correct amount of tax per product. That's great. Yeah. And that's how we are actually going to the next question that I want to, to start. So let, let's talk about those mistakes, uh, that the sellers make and, and their bookkeeping and also like all of the problems, everything around that. Cause I really, like, I mean, we are running a software agency where we build usually, uh, tailored solutions for our customers. So we always first go through their problems. We try to find the best solution and automate it. And I'm really curious in the bookkeep bookkeeping space, because to be fair, you are the first company that I'm talking to. Uh, we haven't really worked, um, in a e-commerce space with any bookkeeping software. We used to work with, um, QuickBooks in the automotive space, but that was like completely completely different case. So let's talk about those, um, yeah, mistakes and problems that, that sellers have. Yeah. So the, 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 the good thing with us is that we've worked with thousands of sellers across Amazon and all the other channels. But if we, if we're focusing down on Amazon here, so that the types of mistakes that people make, um, you've got things like they'll take the, um, the sort of the amount of money that's been deposited into their bank. And they'll just account for that directly as sales. So they'll just assume that like, oh, well, my payout from Amazon was $10,000. So I'm just going to account for $10,000 as sales. And the reason that that's wrong is because those payouts are made up of sales, refunds, fees, taxes, all sorts of other things like loans and reimbursements. So if you don't break those things down, then you effectively, your bookkeeping is wrong and you'll potentially pay the wrong amount of tax as well, especially in certain countries like UK, Australia, Australia New mm -hmm. Zealand, and in the US as well. Um, the other thing that we see people doing quite often is using the date range summary reports. So it's a pretty typical report that most Amazon sellers will have seen where you can sort of run it for a month and you can look at on one side is all your income with all the things broken down. And then on the other side is all your expenses, the different types of expenses, and then the payout amounts and taxes are separated as well. Mm -hmm. So now you are getting a little bit more detail, but there's a couple of problems with this. One, if you're a US seller, then you've got the monthly, or, well, regardless of where you are, I suppose, for this, this option. But if you're taking that monthly data range report and you're entering that as a once a month entry into your bookkeeping system, but you've got payouts that are appearing into the bank account every 14 days from Amazon, then it's going to be really tricky for you to match those two things together because they're never going to line up. And so what most people do in that scenario is they'll have what's called a clearing account or a suspense account where they'll put all of the sales and they'll account for those 
sales into this clearing account. And then as the deposits are coming in, they will take that out of the clearing account so that it's sort of like eventually will come clean in the wash. But what happens is because they never line up, you always end up with this little balance that rolls forward in your clearing account. And most sellers sort of will sort of identify to that. And because you're just used to having a balance sitting in this account, then you never really know if it's the right balance or not. Mm-hmm. And so it means that customers get just used to having a balance sitting in this account, not knowing whether it's a correct balance or not. And then the year goes by and this balance can be going up and down and it, it could be like way out already and you're not even noticing. And then you come to the end of the year and then your accountant says, can you just confirm that this balance that's showing in the account is the balance that's actually showing as waiting to be paid from Amazon? And then if it doesn't line up, it's like, what do you do next? Where, where was the mistake made? Now I've got to go back through every single month and work out like where, where did something go wrong? So it's, it's, that's not really a great option either. And oh, even yeah. worse for like UK and Australian and uh, New Zealand sellers and also South African sellers where they have potentially some tax, which is applied to products going to their country and other taxes applied to sales going outside of their country. So for example, in the UK, you've got 20% VAT on all your UK sales and zero rated on your stuff that's going outside the UK. Then you don't have that level of detail in the data range summary report. So when you enter those figures, they are just sales. They're not sales Mm -hmm. to a specific country. So you need to be able to separate all that out as well. Um, And all of this sort of leads me into the third biggest mistake, which is that people end up spending far too much time on their bookkeeping. So it's 2023. I mean, you can automate pretty much anything now. That's the whole point of this conversation, isn't it? That you can automate everything. So why on earth would you still be downloading reports from Amazon and then manually entering data into your bookkeeping system when Mm -hmm. it's never really going to line up properly anyway, when you could just literally connect it up to link my books and it will be done. You can just automatically send everything across. That's, that's what I was kind of also wanted to ask you. So before link my books, when you were a seller, like your process was pretty much what you just explained. And that's probably what most of the sellers are right now facing. They have to go through it manually and they are approaching all of those problems which in the end could be like could could end up really bad with them. I mean, I mean, having bad accountants leads to serious problems. And I was wondering, I mean, definitely bigger sellers, uh, they don't do it they, on their own. They usually have some kind of accountant, but still, it's just manual work right now. So, who are the sellers who are actually mm, like going and and trying your software? Are those people who are first doing them, everything themselves and facing all of those problems or are also those people who are having the accountants? Like, I wonder. Yeah, we have sort of three groups of people, I would say, that come to us. The first group mm-hmm. is they're pretty new sellers and they have tried to do this themselves like for a couple of months and they've like lost patience. They don't, they don't want to do this anymore. They just want to be able to forget about bookkeeping entirely and they want to be able to just focus on running their business. And for those people, it's a great fix because you literally just connect it up and it will automate it. And there you go. Now they can go away and they can focus on their business. Happy days. The second group is people who are using an accountant. And this is a tricky group because as much as I don't want to say that accountants out there are rubbish, 
I think there is a lot of accountants out there that truly do not understand e-commerce. That there's there are some really good ones. There are don't get me wrong. There are some like specialist e-commerce accountants who truly understand all of the intricacies of the difficulties of tax and all the different types of transactions. But at the end of the day, the reason that, as we said earlier, these software companies pop up that are made by people who used to have Amazon stores is because we understand the complexities of Amazon stores. So the accountants, the, the clients who come to us who have accountants, it's a bit of a tricky conversation because sometimes you've got to be able to point out to them that, well, although your accountant is doing this for you, they're not actually doing it correctly. And that that's obviously not the easiest conversation to have. But when you can point out that, well, if you used something like this to automate the, the bookkeeping side of things, and your accountant could then focus on providing the added value so they can use that data instead of spending all their time getting the data into your bookkeeping system, what about if that was already there and they could just focus on, okay, your best-selling marketplaces are X, Y, and Z, and you should focus your marketing spend on this, and they can help you to make better business decisions and provide added value from that Definitely. data set. And then oh, the, yes. third, the third group are customers who they, they know that they're getting something wrong. So they come to us and we offer like a, a free audit sort of thing as part of your free trial that we can look at your last three months of data and compare what you have in your bookkeeping system versus what we suggest you should have in your bookkeeping system. And then they can check to see, okay, how much tax do you say I should pay and how much tax have I actually paid? And in like 75% of cases that we've worked on, the seller's overpaid. And it's because they don't get, they get like various mistakes. So it's a pretty easy sell for us at that point because we can say, well, Link My Books is gonna cost you $30 a month. And looking at this for the last three months, you're going to end up reducing your tax bill by a thousand dollars. So it mm -hmm. doesn't take a rocket scientist to say that thirty dollars a month to save a thousand is definitely a good investment. Hundred percent. So I wonder, do do you like fully replace the accountants, or just kind of automate most of the job and make it easier? Like we don't we don't fully replace accountants, no, because you're still going to need your accountant to do like your end of year financials, mm -hmm. to do yes. all of your tax returns, like everything like that. But we do replace the tedious work that the accountant or bookkeeper has to do in order to get the data in. If you think about instead of you having to download all the sheets from Amazon and then send it to your accountant or bookkeeper and then them having to use some sort of magical spreadsheet to work everything out and then take that information and copy and paste it into your bookkeeping system and then reconcile it off against your bank statement, that whole piece of work is just eliminated. So now your That's bookkeeper great. or accountant can just go in once a month and your data is there. And it's just ready 100, to be 100%. worked on and analyzed. I also wonder, since you mentioned that there's a lot of rubbish accountants, I agree. I don't want to point names here, but we also had like some bad experience in the past. So I 100% know the case. Um, let's say there is a seller right now who is facing this problem or like agency, whoever, um, they, they found you, they are really, um, want to try to use your system. And at the same time, they are willing to change the accountant. Do you have some kind of partnerships with, uh, with, with the accounting, uh, agencies or, or just some accountants that you could also, um, yeah, like recommend to, to sellers? Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the things we realized from very early on. Like personally, I went through like, as I say, six or seven accountants until I found one that truly understood e-commerce when I had my e-commerce business. And so 
we from the very beginning started to build up like a directory of all the accountants who we've worked with who we sort of know that they are experts in their field so yeah i think we've got a directory of like 25 30 accountants who not only do they understand e-commerce but they're confident on using link my books they're confident on using zero and quickbooks so they can literally a customer a client or seller can come in and start working with us and the accountant can just take all the headache away so they can be that's doing, great we can be automating the bookkeeping and they can be doing all the value-added services and providing like Perfect. financial decision making that's great. That's great. Uh, let's talk about just uh, software itself, uh, as we have to go a little bit more technical, <laughs> not not too much. But I, I just wonder how exactly does it work? Uh, what, what's the connection, and what what are the bookkeeping software that you currently support? Yeah, absolutely. So, in terms of the sales channels side of things, we connect with Amazon, all the regions. So we'll do Amazon North America, Amazon Europe. Um, Australia, Japan, India, everywhere. And um, we also do Shopify and that includes not just Shopify web sales, but also POS. So if you're using like a till system that runs on Shopify, or if you're using any of the payment providers like PayPal, Klarna, Clearpay, all those things, they're all supported. Um, and then we also support eBay and Etsy. And as I say, Walmart, we've just actually had approval from them. We've just gone onto their sort of app store sort of thing. Um, and we're just currently developing out that in collaboration with a list of customers that we have that want to integrate with Walmart that already use Link My Books. So you can expect that in the next couple of months, I would say. Um, and then also we are working on one other integration at the moment, but we're sort of keeping it a bit hush-hush because no one else has done it yet. So I'll have to let you know afterwards what that is. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, in terms of the bookkeeping side of things, we integrate with Zero and then QuickBooks Online. So that tends to cover the vast majority, like 90% yeah. of the market for English speaking countries, the ones that we sort of have customers mm -hmm. based in. Um, That's great. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure thing. And then uh, I want to ask you um, also like last question. Uh, so in the end, why is it so important to, to have accurate bookkeeping? Ooh, that is a good question. So I think that this comes down to a few things. The firstly is when you're running an e-commerce business, like there's a lot of things going on here. You've got like lots of orders coming in, lots of different transaction types. You've got inventory going all over the place. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of plates that you're spinning. And you really need to know like with accurate financial information, you will be able to make better business decisions. You'll be able to base your decisions on like proper evidence. Whereas if you are just, you know that your products are profitable and you just continue to sell them, like, do you really know, like with all the extra costs, like storage and the extra shipping costs that have come in recently, like, do you really know that your business is profitable? And do you really know which products are driving your profitability? Because if you do, you can make, a lot more profit by driving more traffic to those products yeah. and let me just like in, in, interrupt you here so that, that that's that's really great i mean yeah they, data is a new oil and people needs needs to make a data-driven decisions and i know uh i've seen the big companies who are selling like manufacturing companies who are selling um different products that they are 
like data analysis tools are really bad. I mean, they don't really store any data. I've seen orders coming on a piece of papers on like stored <laughs> in the Excels. And I know that having this one system when everything is aggregated is a key to success. And I wonder how does analytics works for you? Do you store information also that's coming from the orders and so on? Yeah, so the analytics side of things is actually something that's relatively new for us. So first and foremost, we are an automated bookkeeping solution. So we take your sales data and your fees and your taxes and we sort it all out. And then we create summary entries in your bookkeeping system, which match off exactly to the deposits into the bank. So it makes the bookkeeping side of things nice and easy and automated. Yeah. However, recently in the last couple of months, we've started to toy with the idea of, okay, so we are an automated bookkeeping solution. There's also profit analytics tools out there. What about if we could take the data that we already have and not just pass it across to your bookkeeping system, but also give you some nice visuals of your profitability directly inside of the tool. So the first stage of that has been that we now show per payout. So every payout you get from Amazon, we not only send that information across to your bookkeeping system, but we'll show you visually things like your sales versus the previous payout your refund ratio, so the percentage of your sales that are refunds versus your last payout, the reasons that your refunds, so like the top reasons to help you like decide, do you want to make any things better about your product to try and address that? And we also look at your average order value and if that's going up or down versus the last month, we look at your profit, your profit margin, your return on investment, and then we show you like a little micro P&L, like a profit and loss statement, specifically for that payout so that you you don't have to wait until the information is in your bookkeeping system and then your accountant goes in and does all the analysis and provides your monthly management accounts you can now see like this payout versus the last payout i had from amazon.com that there's been a good increase that my sales are driving or that my refund ratio is coming down like you can make some business decisions straight in the in the app and then sort of the next stage of that will be, we'll move that to a monthly picture. So you'll be able to look mm -hmm. at like this month versus last month, this quarter, last quarter, this year, last year. You'll be able to compare between marketplaces. You'll be able to compare between sales channels in general. So like Amazon versus Shopify and Shopify. Oh, that's CD. great. Um, so yeah. This, we're, this, we're... this is definitely not a data that you can see on a dashboard in a seller central, right? I mean. No, no, <laughs> no, I think. And the problem is that the information that you see in seller central includes all the taxes so like especially for like uk and australian customers like the the vat and the gst is included in those figures so it's tricky to know like what is your actual turnover whereas all the data that we have we obviously have already run that through all of your chosen tax rates and account settings so we can then show you your data with your tax mm -hmm. preferences already applied and show you the actual profitability which will match up to exactly what's shown in your bookkeeping system so mm -hmm. I think that's where we have the sort of like the extra edge on the normal profitability tracking tools that we have sort of the tax already built in the tax engine. hundred percent, hundred percent. So again, what was the, the pricing that, that you are talking about? Because I mean, having the accountant, it's, it's usually quite expensive and especially, I mean, for example, we are using one accountant and whenever there was some extra work to do. Um, she was billing us extra. So I can imagine those calculations uh, being very expensive if we were using this ac uh, accountant for, for e-commerce related stuff. So what is the pricing for you too? Yeah. So it starts at $17 per month. 
Um, and that is for a pretty small seller, to be honest. It's like less than 200 orders a month and one sales channel to connect. And then it scales basically with the number of orders and the number of sales channels that you want to connect. So one of our most popular plans, for example, is the 5K Pro plan, which includes 5,000 orders and up to five sales channels. So you could connect like Amazon Europe, Amazon North America, a Shopify account, an eBay account, and an Etsy account. And that will be $65 a month for everything. So that's your whole. That, that's no, no brainer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that most sellers will save a lot more than what they would spend on a bookkeeper to do that. I mean, if a bookkeeper was going to take five data sets from five different sales channels and move all of that information accurately into your bookkeeping system and then provide you with analytics, there's no way it would cost less than $65. Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm quite new when it comes to selling on our marketplaces and we are planning one product launch uh, in the future. I don't want to say yet what is it. It will be very interesting also related to the software. Like we want to do like a physical hardware that's running a software. And then I'll definitely try out your solutions because to be yeah. fair, I was not expecting how many um, obstacles are there. I mean, all I know is that when you sell services, it's very simple. And when, <laughs> when it comes to like selling products to different countries, yeah, it's, it's, it's completely different things. So yeah, that's great. That that's, that's been very informative, uh, podcast, uh, about bookkeeping. So Daniel, where people can find you and, uh, link my books. Yeah, absolutely. So to start a free trial, um, you can go to linkmybooks.com and there you can click get started for free and you can connect up your sales channels and your bookkeeping account and you can start to try it out for free for 14 days. Um, if you want to get in touch with me directly, then my email is daniel at linkmybooks.com. Otherwise, we have a support team, which is manned by qualified accountants. And that is support at linkmybooks.com. So we offer free one-to-one hand-holding sessions, basically where we can take you through the setup of your account and make sure that it's all exactly as you want it. That's just done over like Google Meet. So you can book that as part of your free trial um, or you can just reach out to me and we can book it directly. Perfect. That's really great. I'll make sure to put also everything uh, in the description of this podcast. So yeah, Dan, is there anything else you want to share with viewers? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we've covered everything. Thank you very much Perfect. for your time, Jacob. Sure. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, thanks, guys, for watching, and we see you in the next one.